right, guys. Ball is sponsoring us right now across the DNVR network, as in the brand new Ball Arena, or as in the aerospace technology company. And of course, they make every can you're drinking out of just about. Uh, they reached out to us because they need more people to help them make more cans. In 2020, they made 101 billion cans. 101 billion cans with a B. And again, they are hiring right here in Golden. So you can check out uh, hashtag work at ball online. And to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant, text Golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. That's jobs.ball.com. Search for Golden or simply sex Simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Let's jump into the show. Number one for the one and only DNVR. Two goes out to Zach May, Sake, and the bar. Three for Mr. B in that old trophy case. Number four still waiting for Will. Couple with Breck, brew and a friend, bleed orange and blue to the bitter end. Come and join us, DDNVR. We are DNVR. Happy Friday and welcome into another edition of Three Ring Circus. Potentially the last episode of season one of three ring circus we'll see what happens but i just want to prepare people let them down easy this could be the last episode and so i guess we're going out with a bang here uh we're bringing on kind of henry but no one really cares about that (laughs) and our guy big drive spence from dnvr golf what up spence what up dude how are you guys thanks for having me on today appreciate that we are doing fantastic spencer uh woke me up with the best text i've ever woken up to today uh it wasn't like sweet sweet nothings it was just what did it say let me get it perfect Uh, it said your new leader and it was a picture of colin morikawa because i of course (laughs) slept through his entire round and i wake up he shot 64 and that's my guy amazing round from him incredible stuff just vaulting all the way up the leaderboard from essentially middle of the pack as after yesterday so yep who do you who are you riding on this week I have Will Zalatoris, who is now withdrawn with a back injury. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, who missed like two putts inside of two feet today, so that's fun. And Ricky Fowler, who's kind of just middle middle of the road Ricky, who he's been his whole career essentially. Henry, did you get on anyone? I didn't make any bets. I I, I knew You've that been, like hitting on golf majors. I know, but yeah. I haven't been. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to watch the first couple rounds because they they're all in the middle of the night. And so I was like, okay, if you're not going to watch, hold off, make some smart bets, pay attention, like wake up early Saturday, okay. figure things out All from right. there. So that's my plan. Mace, did you have a pre-tournament pick? No, I mean, I guess the obvious one would have been John Rahm. Uh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not following it day-to-day enough to exactly. have more than that kind of 35,000-foot take on it. Me and Spence, the only ones grinding the tournament. Although, yeah. this is like the only time that you get to have something nice to watch on TV when you go to work at 5 a.m. Yeah, it was great. Yesterday, <laughs> no one was in the pro shop. I woke up, got to work, <laughs> and turned on the TV and just sat there in silence. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. All right. Uh, we are going to get into a game here in a second. But first, well, first, first, 
I want to tell you about our friends over at MSU Denver. msudenver.edu slash online. They are the presenting sponsors of this show. They are great. And like I always say, if you're looking to maintain a full-time job and further your education, there's no better place than MSU Denver. MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. So go get that degree while keeping a job. Get that money at the same time. msudenver.edu slash online. All right. So I want to start with this, and this is the headline of the show, so I hope you guys uh, have some good answers here. Um, Henry, I'll start with you. What is your dream Denver Broncos foursome on the golf course? Oh, wow. So, like, do, like am I one of them? So You're the three? fourth. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, currently on the team or all time? Anytime, all time. Wow, that makes it really hard. Um... There's so many different ways you could go. Like, like I feel like it'd be really easy to say, like, well, Peyton, yes, Elway, yes, like Terrell Davis, another one of just like the big stars. Yeah. Terrell Davis has way too big of shoulders to be good at golf. That means I win the money, right? <laughs> I assume those guys are playing for money. Um, but, but I guess in terms of like personalities, I don't know. Shannon Sharp, exactly. Like yeah. he came to mind. He'd be a fun one. He'd probably be like yelling in your backswing and stuff, though. Vaughn. He's Vaughn, big on, he's big on right the golf grind yeah, right now. Vaughn is absolutely in the group. He's the mix of all that. And Shannon Sharp's also in the group. And the you final need someone kind of low-key to balance that out. And that's, uh, you know what? Okay. And that's and so, someone who's kind of the glue of the group. And I have played golf with Steve Atwater. Ooh. And I don't oh. think I could go on this show if I didn't say Steve Atwater's in my dream golf foursome. That, yep, the Broncos. That's fair. Yep. Had a very good t- have had very good times playing golf with Steve. That's a good one. He's another yeah. one who's a blend of being like yeah. all pro Hall of Fame now type of player. He'll talk a little crap, but he'll do it kind of in that nice way. Lovingly. <laughs> exactly. The smile and assassin way. <laughs> yes. Huh. What about you, Spence? So uh, a couple that I would go with, I actually was supposed to play in a group with John Elway once at a pro-am and it got snowed out. Oh my I was God. so sad. I I we I got I just signed up for it. It's like a PGA pro from Colorado and an AM. And I signed up for it and then they sent the pairings out and it was like the pro from Cherry Hills and it said Jay Elway and I was like, No, no, no. I was like, This this cannot be happening. I was like I was like, This is gonna be this is gonna be the greatest day of my life. And then it got snowed out because it was like October. I was so bummed. This is probably like five or six years ago and I even called my AM and I was like, Yeah, we're playing with John Elway. He's like, No, we're not and I'm like, Yeah, it's on the T sheet. And it got snowed Wait, out. Wait, you said it was October? Yeah. What's he doing playing a pro-am during the season? Well, they, <laughs> he, he was, this was, no, I'm lying. It was May. It was oh, early, okay. early okay. in the year. So oh, it, was, okay. it was like April, May. The, oh. One of the first events of the year, probably 2017 or 18. Yeah, when and you said that, October, I'm like, yeah, that GM of an NFL team. What's he doing playing? A yeah, <laughs> <It's surprising laughs> let's not act like he doesn't play golf during the season. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, but he, it's kind of qu- working in that quick nine during the season. Now this year, on the other hand, who knows? All yeah. bets are off. I, yeah. I bet you he was averaging over seventy-two holes a week during his entire tenure. <laughs> <laughs> over under on seventy-two wow. and a half. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he's a good player. But uh, one guy I would definitely include in my foursome that. I don't know if he gets really known as a Bronco, but like John Lynch, I think John Lynch would be great to play golf with just and pick his mind now building the 49ers the way he has. I think that'd be a a cool guy to talk to and not only play golf with like I'm very picky about the people I play golf with. They don't have to be good. That makes me feel good. They don't have to be bad. Like they they don't have to be anything like some people are like, oh, I only play with good players or oh, I don't want to play with anyone that's way better than me, etc. I just like to play golf with people that I like and then it doesn't and then past that, I don't care how good or bad they are. It doesn't affect my game. All I care about is 
how do you act when things go wrong? Yeah. Because I don't want to yeah. risk like, oh, God, they're in the water off the first tee, and now I've got 18 holes of misery next to this person in the cart, you know? Like, yep. like I don't care if you're terrible as long as you have a smile on the whole day. I don't care if you're the best player if you are suck to be around when you don't play well. It's all about just how you, how you act when things go awry. It's all about the vibes you give off. And, like, you can like, – I feel like you have like 12 steps between when you hit your shot and when you get back to the cart to like shake it off, you know, you're like mad that you hit your shot. That's fine. And you get back in the cart. It's like time to time to turn mm-hmm. it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can have a bad day, but don't ruin everybody else in your group's day. So that leads into why I wouldn't have John Elway in my dream for some. There's just <laughs> no way he's cool when he's not playing well. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's way too competitive. Um, so I think like Peyton absolutely yeah. is just like, would just, be number one like number one overall pick if we were drafting this um and then you mentioned having someone low-key in the group mm-hmm. we get all time here i'd love to have pat bolin in my group Ooh, i think he would be yeah. incredible um and then the, the last one is tough like i like the steve pick i think shannon sharp mm-hmm. would definitely be a good yeah. time although he's kind of like rubbed me the wrong way over the last couple years he's a radio guy you got to get him away from skip bayless yeah Yeah, i think skip is a bad influence on him i think so too um and then i also think like mike shanahan would be a great person to have in there although Mm -hmm. another one who might not be fun if he's not playing well yeah and the thing with mike is you you want again to open up and tell stories but right he's so kind of tight-lipped about like like now he's doing the qb collective stuff and he won't kind of reveal the secrets and he said that he's not gonna write a biography he's not he's not gonna do the bill walsh thing of basically putting out the template of how he went about his coaching life and, and his techniques and all that because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to tip people off the only thing that he's done is he wrote a kind of a business uh, self-help book with uh, Adam Schefter back in the day mm-hmm. so I'm not sure he would see if you're out there for, with for four hours with somebody and they you want some stories right you want to talk absolutely and I'm not sure that Mike would be as forthcoming with some of the stories as others might be. You know who Kyle who probably knows. Oh yeah, I Kyle think Shanahan would though. You know I'd who with Kyle. knows most of the same stories as Mike Shanahan, who would probably be a little more open and a little more of a good time. Mm-hmm. Gary Kubiak. True. That's a good point. I think huh. another great one would be a current player. Definitely is Brandon McManus. Oh, because yeah. he's a good stick. Yeah, he's a stick, yeah. and yeah. he is. Like, he seems like a good time. Mm-hmm. I actually have, hopefully, something in the works for that to actually happen. Ooh. Yeah. Coming up soon. Um, so, so, Spence, you yeah. said you only like to play golf with people you like. You also happen to make the pairings uh, at the DNVR <laughs> Golf League every week. And Eric here in the comments says, I can't help but notice I keep not getting paired with you in the golf league. Okay. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me clarify something here real quick. So, last week, Eric, we were paired together until adam came along and decided he wanted to play and like adam i'm like scared to pair him with anyone else other than eric, eric is adam's like wubby. His, his like, cat, so, like if, if adam's playing eric has to be with him that's mm. just kind of how i how i pair it so eric we were together last week until until adam came in last last minute but if you noticed a couple weeks ago we played together <laughs> had a great time so sorry about that eric i really do like it <laughs> Please put Adam's Wubby in your uh, Twitter bio, Eric. That's your, uh, that's your new title. Put Adam's your... Golf Wubby. Yes. <laughs> do you think that about me and Henry, too? Because we're always paired together. I generally like to have like two DNVR people and then two members or two you know community people. So, Fair. And then Makes I try sense. to play with... I've played with every single 
DNVR golf member. Oh, nice. So I like move mm-hmm. myself around. Just keep dodging Eric. He sucks to yeah. play with. That's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I actually played with Eric last Sunday. It was a good time. All right. We're staying on the golf theme a little bit here. Obviously, we have Big Drive Spence and uh, the Open Championship. I'm going to call it what they want me to call it. Like, the only way I would fight this is if the U.S. Open, they wanted to be called the Open Championship. Then I would just take the side of the U.S. Um, but you know what? If that's what they want to call it, I'm cool with calling it. Britain and Scotland in particular, although it's not in Scotland this week, they, they get mm-hmm. they get dibs on this. Right. They did the game started there. The game. Yeah. That is true. Do you it's, think uh, Henry's? Uh, I think Henry's on the other side. I mean, I just really hate it. I mean, yeah. I, I like. I, I'm not sure that I can say like it's wrong, but I can say that I really hate having to call it the open. I mean, we were talking about before this. Like, you have to download the the open app. Like, yeah. how dumb does that sound to say? Like, it just and there's no like the British easy open. You open, like, you'll open the open app. I mean, it's, y'all in the colonies have to come up with these complaints. But like, <laughs> there's no way to shorten it. Like before, you just say the British, and like the open. It just if you said that to like someone who doesn't follow golf, exactly. they wouldn't know what you were talking. And that's about. the thing is like yeah. golf is like super exclusive, and I feel like a lot of people get like they kind of get off on the fact that like the Open and then casuals are like, which Open? Like is U.S. Open British? It's like you don't know that. Like, and there's some Australian of those vibes at play open. that makes it feel. Well, like, and, Wimbledon is the championships. It's a peculiar ugh. British thing. Mm-hmm. The championships. Did they the start open. tennis too? I don't know who started tennis. I have to look that one up. And that's that's the bigger one to me. Is that like we just gotta call it like the U.S. Golf Open, the the oh. the not British, just the the Golf Open, I guess for the British one. The golf but open. but like I hate how there's like a U.S. Open tennis, U.S. Open, what I, yeah. it just gets confusing. And I think clarity should be what we're focused on. here. You also seemed a little bothered by the fact that the winner gets named the champion golfer of the year. I mean, like, I, I sure, they, they started the game. Like, maybe the, because, like, 300 years ago that happened, 500 years ago, more than that probably. Like, they get to decide who the champion is. But, like, the Masters, I think, is a really cool tournament too. Like, why can't that be the one that decides who the champion of golf is? Cooler name too. Yeah, a little bit. Also, but we get that one because there's also the British Masters. But we just get to call ours the Masters. But it, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't compare, though. Like, I feel like that's one where there's a very clear difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Masters is the best tournament in golf. I agree. The British Masters, I, I couldn't even tell you anything about it. Fair enough. Maybe that's just me being a dumb American. I don't actually. even know if it still exists, but I know it did it at one point. Yeah, they have. I think they have like four or five different Masters. Yeah. And I mean, opens. There's millions of I mean, in theory, opens. couldn't you do... Uh, couldn't you do Masters in every country? By the way, the British Masters was ended after 2008. Okay. So, wow. Fair I mean, enough. couldn't you do like the... Our Masters know, was so good the, it put theirs in the ground. Yeah. yeah. The Armenian the Masters, guys. the, you know, the Iranian Masters, the Zimbabwean Masters. Yeah. Is there like a, is there like a mm-hmm. French Open of golf? Probably not. Maybe no, there is, but just well, nobody wants to play in it because yeah. it doesn't really matter. Actually, the funny thing is like if you're talking about... The French Open rewards a very specific style of play that is different than the other surfaces. So which of the majors would you say rewards a different style of play than the others? The one we're in right now. Yeah, it would be the Lynx course, right? It would be the Open. By the way, fun to watch on TV, but like the idea of just like it it being windy all the time 
not cool to me. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I hate playing golf in the wind. So, well, does it, yeah, yeah. so does it bother you guys then that, like, when you have events over here that try to, like, replicate Lynx golf? Like, you just had the PGA at the Ocean Course. It's a Lynx course. They're, tr- they're trying to do the same thing as they do in Britain, but with Palmettos on the course. But that's just the same, you know, like, that's how golf started. So, like, that's a, a <laughs> style of golf course that's going to continue to be built. I do think, though, like, the U.S. Open has its lane. You know, it's like the thick, rough, and right. like tight, and all that kind of stuff. And so, trying to pull in all the the open stuff into it <laughs> yeah. is right, uh, not right. what I like. What's all the right, PGA's lane? Just like whatever. Then it's like, like whatever yeah. we want to do on a given year. Yeah, it's just yeah like I think golf. so. Yeah. Um, just golf. All right, let's do this back a little bit <laughs> from going full golf podcast. We are going to still have a little bit of golf slant here, but we're going to play a game called Either or, guys. Oh, sorry, either, either four. Nice, Kale. Uh, <laughs> that was good. So either four, uh, you're going to get a couple options here, and I uh, want you to pick one side. So let's go to the first one here. Spence, we'll start with you. You are either in, in this foursome, and you're playing <laughs> – you ride in the cart with the last person, all right? So you're either with Pat Bolin and Brittany Bolin in a cart, and you share a cart with Johnny Bolin, or – you're in a cart, oh. or you're uh, you're playing with Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak, but you're in a cart with Josh McDaniels. Oh, this is tough because I feel like riding with the bottom person in either of those, I could just look at him and be like, "What the are you thinking?" Just <laughs> yeah. in general, football, what life, whatever. Uh, I don't. I'd have to say. I think the bowl and one would just be fun. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Right. Like, you never yeah. know what you're going to get for four and a half hours straight. Yeah, so I, that, I that's right. the one I'm picking as well. <laughs> Me too. It's, yeah, it's easy. And the thing is, oh, sorry, Hank, I didn't. I, the, oh, fi- go ahead and finish. Go ahead okay. And finish. Like, like my thing is like the Bolins, I, I Pat Bolin the best, but then also Mike Shanahan, Gary Kubiak, and then Brittany's kind of the ranking. I think I kind of like the, the coaches better, but what wins it over for me is that like if I have to spend four hours with one of those bottom two, I can at least appreciate Johnny Bolin for what he is whereas Josh McDaniels I'm just so frustrated with what he did to the Broncos that I don't think I can enjoy that in the way where I'm just like yeah Johnny go off let me listen for four hours and I'll move on see you've got three coaches in one and you've got three family members in another Mm-hmm. And I think with the family members, if you're the foursome, you're just sitting there watching. And you're you are, even though there's four of you, you're the th- you're the third wheel basically at that point. You are, you know, they're, they're yeah. talking about family experiences, vacations, all the things they've done together. And it's like, but uh-huh, you're probably playing uh-huh. in like Hawaii. It is probably Hawaii. Well, why wouldn't it be Hawaii <laughs> with the coaches? The coaches, I don't know. They they could be Hawaii. I mean, it could be could be a beautiful course in California. Could, Cabo. I, I mean, feel like Mike could, Shanahan likes Cabo. Yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe because Mike Shanahan spends a lot of time in the Bay Area now, uh, because his son is coaching the Niners. Maybe you're playing Spyglass Hill or something like that. Maybe, and so I'd I'd take that. But the other thing is because you don't have the family dynamic, because Josh McDaniels could kind of be the third wheel. I think you would actually end up talking with Josh McDaniels a lot. I knew you were going to pick this one because, like, yeah, Josh McDaniels still an interesting brain to pick. He is. Yeah. Like, I think Mike and Koobs would kind of be doing their own, having their own conversation. I think what would happen is that Josh would probably latch on to oh, you. Smart. And next thing you know, you, like you say, you'd pick his brain. You'd learn a few things. Maybe you'd kind of dive into and figure out what went wrong, what he'd do differently. I mean, I think, it, I think that would actually be the more illuminating experience. It was the Alfonso Smith trade. 
That's what went wrong. <laughs> That's what went wrong. <laughs> that was it. Well, there <laughs> also were two, the Jay Cutler stuff. There were two <laughs> trades made like that in that year's draft, and it was the year before an uncapped, unfloored year. And everybody, and, and there was a lot of concern about budgets and all that. So that trade, the out, you know, saying, "Oh, we're going to trade a future one for a two this year." Denver did it. Carolina did it. And they kind of did it for the same reasons. There were some kind of long-term financial concerns involved with not knowing what the future CBA was going to look like. Yep. I already said Pat Bowen's in my dream foursome, yeah. so that, that kind of swings it for me. Um, also, like I'm probably like shotgunning beers with Johnny oh, yeah. in between holes. Yep. All right, let's go on to the next one. Maybe Josh, too. All right, you are with John Elway, <laughs> Terrell Davis, and Eddie Kennison, noted traitor. Quitterson. Uh, or you're with Peyton Manning, Von Miller, and Raheem Moore. Uh, Another one where you're like, what the f- are you yes. thinking? But uh, no, I think I'd take, I think I'd take the one with Von, Peyton, and Raheem because I feel like, dude, I don't know. I feel like he semi has owned it, and you, and these things happen to every fan base. It hurts. They still didn't score two times in overtime. Like there, There's so many things oh, that yeah. could have went right. Like Maybe I could ask Peyton what he was doing in overtime instead <laughs> of asking Raheem. You know, it, kind of a joke, but uh, that no, that still hurts to this day, but I think it'd be fun to just kind of... I, I thought Raheem Moore was going to be great. It was him. Who was the other safety that came out in the same draft? Quentin Carter. Yeah. yeah. And he I got thought, hurt on that damned sports dome field they had to go they didn't have the indoor facility at the time they didn't have the field house so they had to go practice on this field that's used by lacrosse indoor soccer the turf is worn down and he shreds his knee uh in coverage one day that they get forced inside for a practice and he's never the same after that quentin carter that that dude was that dude was a dog I yep. thought that he safety was, I thought he was going to be really be, good. Yeah, yeah, I thought that safety tandem was going to be in Denver for a long time. Yeah. Yep. I would go with that one as well. Um I want like I would want Raheem to feel like forgiven. I feel like it's time to did, like yeah. to like let that go. It's not something he did on purpose. And that's the number one thing tiebreaker for me here is like Eddie Kennison like ditched the Broncos on purpose. And TD was on that team. There's probably some tension between TD and Eddie Ketter- Kennison being on that 0-1 team. There, the fan vitriol for Raheem Moore is something that does not exist with his teammates. Right. Like, yes. you know, Vaughn and Peyton don't blame Raheem Moore for not having that ring on their finger. No. Because they're all like, what could I have done? Right. You had a million chances to right. slow them down to never get to that point. Yeah, the Raheem Moore anger... That's a fan thing. That's not a mm-hmm. teammate and coach thing. Yeah, and like, I don't have beef with Raheem yeah. Moore. And like like actually, Ryan said, like he didn't try to do anything wrong. He right. made a mistake. Mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. That actually so, resurfaced on sucks. Twitter yesterday with Raheem Moore. Yep, Chris Harris said post- something, and then somebody, I forget who else, commented. Somebody from the team was like, I don't know why he's backpedaling or doing mm-hmm. this or that. I didn't read it. He made a mistake. It, every, every player in the history of the game has made a mistake like that. A very ill-timed mistake, yeah. but uh, yes, it mm-hmm. happens. So we're all on the same board. Uh, Absolutely. Same page Absolutely. Worst mistake in Broncos history? Probably, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. On field mistake? <sighs> yeah, yeah I mean field. that I mean if the Broncos didn't have three Super Bowls and didn't win three years later, Raheem Moore would be this franchise's Bill Buckner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fair. Let yeah. me spin zone this real quick. How about you get in the Kennison foursome? 
and he turns into the third wheel, and then you just get to hang out with Elway and TD because they don't like him. You get a fourth cart. COVID cart rules. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, just tell you have a medical condition, right? That's what yeah. people do at the course when they want their own carts. Yeah. I could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, seriously? Oh, they uh, still do it. Yeah. No mask. Like no I mask in the pro shop, though. They don't wear a mask in the pro shop, but then they want their own cart. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I might have to try that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Although that being said, part of it, like if you're golfing on vacation and you're paired up with somebody you don't know, part of it is you might get paired with somebody really interesting. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some, like at Kiowa Island once, I got paired with an 84 year old guy who'd like run a, a like a chain of laundromats, and we just and just basically told me his entire life story and it was actually really fascinating wow for 18 oh. holes not the direction i thought that was gonna go no but, but still sounds very interesting it, everyone's got a story right <laughs> yeah Andrew mason fascinated by laundromat i was I, my first thought was like navy seal no <laughs> no no everyone's got an interesting story if you dig if you dig deep mm-hmm. i've always thought of that like you could do a whole podcast just talking to anyone yeah and like it would be What's, interesting if they're willing to open up. You get them no, right, right, you get right. that person yep. open up, then you never know where it's gonna go. This is a little bit different, but I had like an investigative reporting professor who was like really, really good and had done some cool things. And he said basically the same thing, except it was everybody has a secret, and it's my job to figure it out, Ooh. which is just a little bit like darker. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what does this person not want me to know? And <laughs> I'm going to start using that more. That's good. Yeah, like peel the onion, you know? Every layer yeah. you, you... There is something you do not want anybody to find out about you. What is that? Yeah. yeah. I think everyone has that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going to stop there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go on to the next one here, Kale. Okay. So these are situations that you have to choose between. Yes, yeah. it's still either four. So, either... The Broncos don't make the playoffs for 10 more years, or you never make better than par on a hole again. So one of these things is happening. Whatever one you pick, whatever one you don't pick is the other thing is happening. Oh, Ooh, I can't, uh, I can't go 10 years without covering another playoff game. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the playoffs easy. That affects me more. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna agree. Uh, I'll take 18 straight pars. I'll be happy yeah, with that. You know, like I knew yeah. you were gonna use that. <laughs> that uh, that <laughs> I I I mean birdies are fun, but you know then I just make bogey on the next hole, and it's mm-hmm. like I made two pars. So it's you're gonna be me, David Sims then. Yeah, I cannot go without another 10 years. I can't even go another three really. I'm, yeah, I'm getting worn down. I think I'm gonna go the other way here. I think like if I knew it was coming, I could like the Nuggets are in good shape. The Avs are in good shape. You could buy 10 years here. I could, exactly. Like, and, and I could, then I have golf for what? I'm 24, ideally at least like 50 more years. Yep. I, I want to blow all of that based on that. The, the thing that does make me feel a bit guilty, though, is that the Broncos thing does impact a lot more people than just me. <laughs> and so I would feel bad about that. What's the state of this fan base if they miss the playoffs for another 10 years after already having missed it? For five, Just, and yeah. what does the Broncos' reputation Pure become? Yeah. If the fans have apathy, and then nationally, that's fifteen straight. They become years. a. I mean, the Bucks at the worst. The Bucks did. They missed it for fourteen years in a row. The Bengals missed for fourteen years in a row. If you hit fifty, and the Raiders missed it for, I think it was yeah thirteen. 
congratulations. If you do that, you have a 15-year run that is worse than the the teams that were these generate embarrassments. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't you even will think have of that. Outdone, con- that's the thing, and that's what we'd be saying. Like, oh, my God. They're worse than the Bengals at their worst. They're worse than Tampa Bay at its worst. And and more than that, like, can you even recover from that? It's like well, I, they they did eventually, like, not the well, Bengals Tampa Bay so did. much. But Bengals haven't really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's true. You go through ten years, that might just mean you're a bottom Tampa dweller Bay going guy, forward. Tampa Bay got a new owner, and that's what that's what hmm. re- the biggest thing in the recovery. More talent, but they also had somebody new steering the ship. And of course, what happened? The other thing is also. If they have 10, play, 10 years without the playoffs, most of those are going to be with a new owner, whether it's Brittany Bowen or somebody else, and it's just going to be damn toxic around here. People are going to be yelling, sell, sell, sell. Also it's going to be like the Washington with Dan Snyder. Yeah. The other thing the Bucks did was sign Tom Brady, and I don't think that should be understated. Well, that that's the recent <laughs> run because they missed let's see, 08 to 12 years. Tampa, oh, think about that. The Tam- before that was Tampa Bay one. had two runs of a dozen years or more missing the playoffs. That's, and this is why I am completely unapologetic for the Tampa Bay market and what they're enjoying right now. Because that because that town sports-wise, when their teams have been bad, they have been bottom of the barrel, generationally incompetent. The Rays lost 90 games for 10 straight years. The Lightning had one, two, they, they, had, they had three owners, including the Japanese Mafia, in their first 10 years. And just you could write a book on all the things that say, they I want did a 30 wrong. For Thirty on that. Yeah, every franchise down there has been the saddest of sad sacks. So what that town is enjoying, that region is enjoying today, they've earned. They it. They've, it, yeah. they've paid their dues. Um, oh gosh, I don't want to do it to the people, but if I choose the other one, I feel like I would have to give up golf. Like, yeah, I, like like the dream is to break break even you know like yeah you gotta break par like that's why you like grind that's why you play i've done it once in my life and that's all i'm ever chasing after that it's like can i do it again can i do it again now maybe not because i just love being out there with my friends but it would just be such a terrible feeling knowing like that there's just a cap on how good you can ever be yeah that being said i can't do that to the city um but i have survived like i survived this with the buffs 15 years of incompetence (laughs) so far yeah yeah (laughs) i mean like really there's like a couple little blips in the middle there but it's been like 20 Uh, yeah it has 20 years of like subpar play um at best so i i mean i i could definitely make it through the Broncos for my own personal benefit, but I don't think I can do it to the city. Right, let's go to the next one. Either you get Broncos season tickets for five years, and I'll, I'll even add in there on the 50, or you make one hole-in-one per year for the next five years. There's a no full stop one hole-in-one for me ever for the next five years. If I just make one in the next five years, I... Yep. I'm gonna ride yeah. that until I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So I, I will I will take that. Broncos season tickets would be great. Um, especially on the fifty yard line. My season tickets are I was gonna say you already have season yeah, tickets. Yeah, they're they're not great. They're they're I'm there though. That's what I just like being there. Um, and remembering until the third quarter the last couple of years, you know, kind of kind of scenario. But <laughs> um, yeah, hole in one one hole in one for the next five years would be ex I'd be ecstatic. I'd mm-hmm. be on cloud nine. It's a really tough one. Because, like, like, my dad, he's, like, a two handicap. He's old, 
and he's never had a hole in one before. And he plays uh, the same course like every day. Yeah, you'd think you'd figure it out. But like, yeah, it's uh or no. He he actually just had his first like a couple months ago. I forgot about that. Right, all right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But uh knowing that that could be on the way is terrifying, but at the same time, like was his first at Metal Lake? Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's it's more about like the round, right? Like I I know not that hole in one wouldn't be fulfilling, but I wonder if just, like, having five of them, the fifth one, does that feel as good as number no, three? Definitely not. But then you have this reputation amongst your buddies that, like, the you're one the guy? hole in one guy. The thing is, I'm also, yeah, like, shooting in the 90s, and it's like, like yeah. guess what? You you got to 87 because you had a hole in one. It's like, it's not like my reputation is as a good golfer. I mean, if I put a one on the card, I'm shooting in the 70s for sure. Yeah, I'm not still. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm never going to be good enough to shoot par on a regular basis mm-hmm. but there's a there's a better chance of me having like a random hole in one like i, I mean everyone's got i've never ha- i've never had one i mean I've, i i hold out from from the from 130 yards on the fairway at the mm-hmm. south university of south florida golf course back when i was going to school but i i know it because of that shot i know at some point randomly i might have that in me mm-hmm. i mean Allie and, almost and, got one yeah. in her second round ever yeah yeah and so doing one of those every year for the next five years especially considering i don't i only play say a 10 12 rounds a year that that would give you a reputation right i would mm-hmm. and i would own it if i had one hole in one if i was averaging one hole in one literally every 10 or 12 rounds for the next five years <laughs> again i i would compl- i would lean into that that yep. would that would that would be my thing. You you play you, you play around with me. You might see an ace. There's about a one in twelve chance you will. If everyone starts calling yeah. you ace, yeah. ooh, they would ace, too. Ace mace, oh. ace mace. See, yeah, you can't turn that. Plus, you have to cover the games anyway. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I don't need season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we're uh, all on the same page there. Uh, I'm mm. taking the tickets. Oh, you're taking the. Tickets. I'm taking the tickets. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm taking the tickets. Let's go to the next one, Kale. Oh, right. So your life is on the line, and you have to pick one of these people to be your partner in a golf match against two good golfers. Ooh. Who are you picking? Uh, Peyton Manning or John Elway? I'm taking Peyton. I think, his, I think his clutch golf gene we all saw during the first match last year when uh, – I mean, Tiger was hitting it good, but like Peyton hit some really good shots, and like I don't think people realize how tough that is to do, especially when you're literally at that point in time during the middle of quarantine, the only thing that's everybody's watching. I think that if I remember correctly, that that first match blew every rating of every Masters out of the water, all that kind of stuff because of how watched it was. And these guys, whether you can go grind, like Peyton Manning, I heard from a guy at Cherry Hills that he was hitting golf balls in the rain for two weeks straight at Cherry by himself, only guy in the range at Cherry Hills before that match, like getting ready for that. Just getting dialed. And like football is what he does, but that's one of the greatest things about golf is pretty much anybody can play it. You just have to try. But even the greatest athletes in the world, the, the smartest people in the world, this or that, that they can look so weird and so uncomfortable. So, mm-hmm. and, and the nervousness, like we see it from. In, in most sports, like if you watch, if you go to pregames of sports, you watch Jamal Murray shoot threes. He d- never misses. Marcus Howard never misses. Second they get in a game, 
if you didn't watch that pregame, you'd be like, oh, he's just not that great of a shooter. We know from you know paying attention, but that's how golf is too. You go out on the range, even a a, a pro from the Corn Ferry Tour that I went to last week, they they don't miss a shot on the range, not mm-hmm. a single one. And then they get out on a golf course and they're missing shots. So these guys that aren't even pros and just play golf, you know, they grind and they want to be good because they're competitive humans. They it's an insane amount of nerves. So I would take Peyton just because I feel like John would be more lackadaisical about it. I think Peyton would clutch up. So I'm going John um, because I just think he has a lot more rounds under his belt. Like, Peyton only got into this, like, retirement life, golf life a few years ago, whereas John's been doing this for a while. And, again, I do not think his GM job uh, precluded his golf life (laughs) at all. Um, And he's actually, like, I think he's better than Peyton at golf. Yeah, Uh, I think John's actually really good at golf, too. Like, like, I think he, like, shoots under par regularly. Uh, So I'm taking John, but I have to say... I'm, like, super worried about, like, if I start screwing up. Mm-hmm. Like, if I start playing bad, I feel like John's, like, rolling his eyes behind me. You know, oh, yeah. Right? Henry, like, Henry's yeah. over here. I just, like, peeked at his phone. He's looking up John Elway's handicap on the gym. Well, I mean, oh, we know Elway. <laughs> Elway's El- oh, yeah. gotten to the, uh, to the qualifying final round of the senior open. Right. Mm-hmm. And Peyton hasn't yet done that. So I would say, because based on that alone, I would go with Elway, but... In five years, when Peyton is eligible for the for the Senior Open, who's to say that he's not getting that, that far in qualifying? Don't you think that Peyton though is like a, would be a little more uplifting for you as you were playing? Like I feel no, like I Pey- was thinking the opposite. Well, I, if we're talking I was thinking yeah, the opposite, well, perhaps. But I mean, we're talking about life on the line here. If exactly. we were just talking about a regular round of golf, I would rather play with Peyton because if worse came to worse, we could exchange quotes from the National Lampoon movies for four hours. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Peyton is the one that's like, has my back a little more. Like he's like saying like, got this, you got this. Like just step up there and hit one, you know? Like, that you doesn't know, feel like that me. To me, like cut that me. <laughs> I, I feel like cut you're up there and he's saying like, oh, pull the putt. Like you even want to live? Like, come on. Like, that's more Peyton's <laughs> he's vibe like making to me. jokes? Exactly. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm about to die here. You got to <laughs> stop with all this. That, and that's what I don't need when I'm golfing. Also, John Elway, 1.1 handicap, Peyton 4.4. Yeah. I'm, yeah. John is nasty on the golf course. Yeah, I'm taking Elway. And, I, you know, he got that hand thing figured out, too. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. That's good news. Turned out I was wrong. wrong. Plus, if I die, I can use that. Yeah, isn't that a gift somewhere? Yes. Turns out I was wrong. Yes. yes. <laughs> if I die, you just, that, yeah. there's a big joke. That's like the biggest yeah. joke on Twitter for a day. <laughs> executed on the 18th <laughs> yeah, <green. laughs> exactly turns out i was wrong you know if, if zach <laughs> were sitting thing. here he'd be arguing for trevor simeon at some point uh, in this conversation plumber is also a good uh, golfer yeah. i've heard if you're quarterback you're basically a good golfer i was gonna say if you're a punter or kicker you're a good golfer well too. that too for most sure. of them elam can nail it. jason elam was a very good golfer yeah. there's something there's like a little connection well there. the other thing is also during practices, and this was this is more so true 15, 20 years ago than now, when the specialists would kind of be on their own, they kind of screw around sometimes. I mean, they, they would start playing kind of, you know, close. They, they'd start trying to hit golf balls in the garbage bins and so forth during practice. You'd have you know, Elam and whoever the punter was and 
for a long time the long snapper was Mike Leach, and I didn't know he was a pretty good golfer as well. And they would just do games like that from time to time. If I and was then a- they go play Golden Tee when they didn't want to do that. Golden <laughs> Tee down here in the bar, big hit. Some people come Should here be. just to play Golden Tee for like four hours. Um, if I was an NFL coach or just a, uh, like even a college coach, I would have the specialists come in like 6 a.m. every day, get your work in, and then go away. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine you're out there in like 90 degree heat at a training camp practice, you know, smashing heads, and you see Jason Elam over there hitting golf balls? I would <laughs> lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So get him out of the way because all they do is just like. Well, nowadays it's a little more regimented. You get kind of you, everyone has two special teams coaches now, and they're and they're working with them in the periods when it's when it's team and individual. But they're and not then, really. And they also. <laughs> It's also interesting how they place the special teams periods within practice. They're spaced to a point where the specialists can't get too lost in their own thing. Because, okay, it's going to be time to come back over and, and kick. Time to come back over and play. I watch those guys just play catch yeah. for hours on end. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny to see them over on the, the yeah. north side of, of the training facility. They're just, just doing just their thing. Throwing yeah, the wall around. Yeah. You know, back in the two-a-day camp days... You every other day, the second of the two days was special teams only. Mm. Huh. And imagine, like, you could come out to watch practice and then it's special teams. And so, like, the fans would feel kind of ripped off if they didn't realize it. So we got to a point where they'd say, yeah, specifically, this second practice is special teams. And then... and then Don't come. Yeah, well, ba- you'd still have people coming, but it'd be, like, about three dozen or so. They're just coming for, like, autographs afterwards. Or, or they're literally coming because they, they, you, can, you see people that are dressed for work. Like, I don't want to be at work. I'm just going to come hang out here. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, I used to say they were hiding from their bosses. Yeah. Like, coming out to Bronco special teams practice. All right, I think we got one more. Is that right, Kale? Yep. All right, uh, last one here. Another one. You got a match with your life on the line. You got to pick one of these two guys to be your partner. Oh, boy. So I'm going to pick Reisner because I've seen that he like they he does that like I don't know what they call it. I'm just going to call it like the farm open or something up at oh, his yeah, farm. Yeah. They like mow down some of the cornfields and like make little a little golf course out of it. So I know that he at least has experience swinging a golf club. I don't know if, that I've ever seen Garrett Bull swing a golf club. Although Swings he was a great lacrosse player. Yeah. Maybe that translates mm, a little bit. I don't think so. I think, As like, a lacrosse similar, player. Like, turning like you're you getting those core turn. muscles from like turning yeah there's a lot more to golf than turning no but i mean i yeah it's not like a basketball player who's like never done any of those motions you know yeah yeah i think i'm taking reisner as I'm well i'm taking reisner. Gar- garrett bulls just doesn't seem like big golf guy <laughs> no he doesn't reisner seems like he could get up you know wear wear a sick rope hat maybe backwards Ooh. get some cargo you know some nice mm. shorts on it untuck polo and go out there and have a good time yep yep i'm going reisner put it this way when you look up dalton reisner in golf you at least get stuff about his farm <laughs> tournament there's a picture of him getting out of a golf cart you, you google garrett bowls in golf bupkis <laughs> yeah. fair enough yeah all right um speaking of being out on the golf course speaking of the weekend speaking of good vibes make sure you add some breckenridge brewery seltzers or beers to your weekend slate this week uh last night so everyone knows about the rk special strawberry sky hot peak ipa i'm trying to create a rk special 2.0 right now with the seltzers and i'm trying to figure out which two 
um, mix the best together. I, I'm, I've only started just last night. I mixed the blueberry lemonade and the raspberry lemonade. Off to a good start. Spence, you had a sip? It was good. I did yeah. enjoy it. Off to a good start, but haven't declared a winner yet. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But no matter what you're doing this weekend, work in some good company lemonades, some good company regular hard seltzers, or any of their fantastic, delicious beers. Yeah, so what are the flavors we get? We have the lemonades, of course. We also have, like, apple, pear, black cherry, peach, mountain berry, and honeydew. Mm. I, so thi- I think the lemonades... I have- think peach and mountain berry might have some potential, though. Peach, berry, peach. Okay. I've done some... Sm- apple, pear's already a mix. So it if is. you mix another one, now, now you've got three. It's a little much, but I'm thinking of, like, the berries and the peaches because I've done smoothies with peach and berry that have been really good should call it the smoothie so so maybe that translates to seltzer as well fair enough all right that's that's the one that that's the one i would try you try your own with the Mm -hmm. good company hard hard seltzers also if you're not a member of dmvr why don't you try it out and join us for the most in-depth coverage of your professional denver teams as well of course as the cu buffs i guess with nil they're kind of prone right now right I mean, it's <laughs> well, a it's a there. weird place. It's a weird place. Also, golf. The NCAA yes, says it, their amateurs can also not define mm-hmm. amateurs. So, Did where what, does that leave you us? You saw what Mark Emmert said yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. That the, just basically they know what's on the way. They know what's coming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, you should be a DMVR member. We mentioned golf, for example. If you join the DMVR Golf League, you can sign up week after week after week. If you missed that initial sign up, so follow DMVR Golf. Get all those updates. You can. Log on our Discord, chat about Denver sports without the crap you deal with on social media. If you come on down to the DMVR bar and you're a member, you're going to get extra raffle tickets at watch parties to win free gear. And, of course, you're going to get that free DNVR locker shirt with your annual membership. You're going to get discounts, including at the DNVR locker. You might find that becoming a member pays for itself in T-shirts alone, the free shirt plus the discounts you get on others. And, of course, here at the DMVR bar, you get the big beer for a price of a small beer. Will they do a big RK special oh, for the price of a small one? They you... even have a button on the cash register because it gets it gets ordered so much. So, yeah, they will do you a 22-ounce. And, and the, the button. 11 ounces of Strawberry Sky, 11 ounces of Hop Beer. Does, is the little RK on the button wearing away because people have been touching the button so much? I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that. Darren, our bartender, like like at least once a week, he's like, dude, it is unbelievable how many of these stupid RK specials I have to make back here. <laughs> I got into bartending to mix alcohol, not mix beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's mixing beers. So all that and, of course, the chance to jump on with us on a podcast. You can comment on the podcast. You can jump on the Three Ring Circus or live shows from time to time. So all of those benefits and more are yours if you become a DNVR member today. Also, we're talking about uh, golfing, being out on the golf course, all that good stuff. I do not enter the golf course ever anymore without some Manscaped crop preserver. I knew where that was going because I'm right there with you. you it, it's it's literally as important as your driver, your putter, it's golf crazy. balls. Like it is absolutely essential to a round of golf. You got to have Manscaped crop preserver. You got to have it, mm-hmm. and you might as well get the lawn mower out there. You know, you're gonna be on mowed lawns. You might as well come with a mowed lawn. Uh, all of that good stuff at Manscaped, and you can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code DNVR. So get in on it. I mean, obviously, the Lawnmower 4.0 is their main product, but 
all of the other stuff is really uh, what I think make, uh, brings Manscaped above all the rest. So use that code DNVR to get 20% off plus free shipping. All right, let's move into the next segment here, and let's actually go to the draft. Okay. We are going to do a draft of the best comedy movies of all time. All movies on the table. Um, I don't think there's going to need to be any debate over like whether something's a comedy or not. If if it's de- if we're debating that, it's probably not a good pick. Um, so let's jump right in. And uh, Spence, you are the guest. We're going to give you the number one overall pick, unless you decline the number one overall pick. So does it, if I decline it's it? It's a snake draft. Uh, I'll be honest, guys. I can't move the heads anymore. All right, you're <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. You're going first. With the first overall pick, I this is. This may be lost on some people, uh, maybe older generation and a lot younger generation, but I'm hoping Twitter comes through um, and a lot of the kids, kids, adults, semi-adults, what I call myself, have seen it. <laughs> the funniest movie of all time is Superbad. Oh, such it a had great by pick. far the funniest such movie of all time. Pick. I can't watch it anymore, actually, because I can quote word for word the entire thing. So I can't even watch it anymore. It's it's the only movie that I've watched more than twice, and it's one of three movies I've watched more than once, I think. Wait, really? Wow. I, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Who was it? I think it was somebody in one of my golf foursomes. I do not waste my time watching something I've already seen. That's like two hours huh. of literally wasted. So me, I always think personally. about the opposite way. Like I'm scared to watch a movie I haven't seen because I'm like, what if this is bad? And I you waste order the same I, thing I know at I like, like restaurants this. you like every single every time. single time yeah. every yeah. single time. Like I'm not gonna mess around and, and you're like I'm do not something I don't like for two hours. The burrito's amazing. Yeah, I watched this movie called Gaia a couple weeks ago. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. You can't go broke taking a profit, right? And if you're watching a movie that you know you enjoy, you know you're gonna have a good two hours. Yeah. The other thing that happens is I like to have stuff on in the background. As I work, but I want it to be either a game because, like any sport, you can kind of look up, get a, a gist of what's going on, and then kind of go back to what you're doing, or a familiar movie or TV show because I don't want to have to think about it. Like, I t- if mm-hmm. I start watching a new show, I want to know what's going on. I have to invest an, an hour or two hours in watching yes. that. Whereas, like, the reason I've, I've I've seen so much Seinfeld is. You know, sometimes I, back in the day, I'd pop a DVD of, the, of Seinfeld in while I was working, and it was just uh, was on the background. Or I'd fall asleep to it, because I like to fall asleep to a show or a movie. Yeah, that's what I... I, yeah. I fall asleep to, like, shows I've already seen, because I don't want, like, some plot point to, like, prop with, me up in bed, you so know? So, with headphones on? No, no, just on the TV. Oh, okay. Like, I, I actually put headphones on when I fall asleep and just listen to something huh. familiar. Interesting. You just, sleep with headphones in? Usually they come out at some point when I'm sleeping. It's a lot easier now with Bluetooth, but I don't want to make I don't want to disturb anybody else. So I just put headphones on and listen to, you know. Sometimes it's a sometimes it's an old movie, sometimes it's an old game. Like I I listened a few nights ago to a Broncos Browns game from 1983 as I fell asleep. <laughs> so on brand. Awesome. Huh. So on brand. I did. Uh, Mar- and I, the reason was. Marv Albert, he just retired. He was in the news. Marv called that game, and it was just kind of a nice background noise as I fell asleep. Elway had a – that was one of his first big games was that day, by the so way. I mm. like rewatching movies if, I get, if I'm showing it to someone. So, like, Allie hasn't seen, like, a lot of my favorite movies. So I'm like, oh, you got to see this. you got to see Happy Gilmore or whatever it is. Like, um, you got to see Almost Famous. So, like, I, I like doing that. I wouldn't just, like, put on a movie that I've mm. seen before if I'm just watching it by myself. 
That's fair. Yeah, I re I rewatch a lot of sporting events. Like I rewatched the 2015 AFC Championship last night. It was on NFL Network. I was like, oh, absolutely, I'm rewatching this. I like to rewatch sporting events that I was at. Yes. So if I was there, I'm like, oh, I wonder what the TV broadcast. I, was like. I record every game that I go to. Yeah. Nuggets and Abs, especially. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. For me, it's the Buffs that I record and yeah. then watch again. All right. You know, it, there's a strategy here because. Like, as I saw last week, there wasn't a lot of love for really old school stuff. <laughs> so maybe I go with a pick here that's a little more, uh, that's from the last, say, 20 years or so. And I was glad I was at home when I watched it because I, I literally did piss myself at a couple points in this movie. <laughs> the first Borat movie. Wow. That's on my list. That is crazy. I did not expect that. (laughs) Multiple times, though? Yes. You could have given me a hundred guesses. I had to pause pause it after the the naked wrestling and then the the running through the conference. (laughs) Don't think about it too much or we're going to have to take a break. I'm not going to describe it. If you see it, you know what I'm talking about. It makes me so happy. I actually I actually just watched Borat two with yeah. my mom when yes. I was back in Montana. Oh, she loved it. Yeah. No. I was I was Why not would you sure watch which that way with your go. mom. Oh. You'd be yeah, I you'd be surprised. Like my 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 seventy some year old dad loved the Borat movies. I, sometimes those are like fifty fifty. But he like, also loves like, like his get. favorite musical, I think, right, is Book of Mormon. So he's kind of okay. got yeah. a yeah yeah he's got he he's got a a very edgy sense edgy of sensibility more edgier than you would expect for someone his age. All right, Hank. Yeah. All right. Oh, he's came with a list. Oh yeah, I can't remember things, and so I need to write them down. Um, this is a tough one because again, it's like how you play the board. What is everybody and by the else way? There's a take. I, I should have brought this earlier. There's a great super bad story involving the Broncos. Real quick. Really? Uh, coming huh. back from a game in San Diego, they'd lost on Christmas Eve in 07. Superbad was the in-flight movie. And you had an airplane of players and staff that were all trying to stifle laughter because, God forbid, Mike Shanahan would have heard people laughing <laughs> uh, after, after they lost by three scores in San Diego. But you look around, and there are all these contorted faces on the plane of oh. people trying not to <laughs> laugh. That's super bad. That's incredible. That, that is. is. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, just had to bring remember that. Remember when yeah. um, I I don't know who it was. I kind of assume it was Kisla wrote a column about how they were laughing in the locker room after they got, um, I think it was when they got shut out in San Diego. Yeah. Might have been that. And then the next day we got in there and the players were like, yo, who snitched? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Guys are human. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Anyway. Funny things are funny. Yeah. Um. Third pick, I'm going Caddyshack. Oh my god, you just take it right out from under. Yeah. Oh, good. I was I was hoping word, that's the reaction I want. <laughs> oh man, that's at least you didn't I pick want. Caddyshack too. I would yeah. never. Who here has seen Caddyshack too? I, I actually, actually don't think haven't. I have. Don't. I haven't either. <laughs> There's a, this. This will just sum it up. They were tr- they were. They were trying to get the movie casted, and of course, we know Rodney Dangerfield was not in Caddyshack too. But here's a story behind it: like he, someone gives him the script because they're trying to get him in there, and he thumbs through it, and he says, "What's up with the Ferris wheel?" And he tosses it in the garbage can. 
Okay. And then they had to cast Jackie Mason instead, and that was just huh. terrible. <laughs> Gosh dang it. No, I, I really didn't think there was any chance that you were taking Caddyshack. That makes me really happy. Because that, that probably wouldn't yeah. even be like the favorite of the movies I'm going to take. But I just know if you want that one, and I do want that one. You You're going to get early. some old school people that side with you because you just made a early 80s movie your pick. I know. And I was thinking of doing that, too. I was like, I'm going to try and get the older crowd here first and then work my way back. Mm. But th- I, don't, I don't know how this is going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if you guys are going to like it. I don't know if fans are going to like it. But I think it's actually like my favorite comedy movie from that era mm-hmm. in which Superbad also exists. And it's Step Brothers. Oh, okay. that, I thought one. that was going to yep. somehow slip to me in the second yeah. round, but because mm-hmm. that is those two movies together, yep. like that was like one, I think it was the same summer, maybe. Yeah, it was one out. or the other that I was watching all of those. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, that was not on my list, but it definitely shouldn't have or should have been. It has that same thing with Superbad, where it's like very quotable. Yeah, like it's always funny. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. you could still like drop a reference to that. There's like probably twenty different things that you could say from that. Yeah, so much room for activities like that. Wait, I still say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. It's, it's something that just sums up in daily conversation. Every time I see an Enterprise Rent-A-Car, I think of that line when he's like, I'm just going to do the sensible thing, get a job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. <laughs> they have a great corporate structure, and they give you the tools to be your own boss. Um, <laughs> you wrecked my boat, you goons. <laughs> oh, uh, that was a good oh. movie. All right. Now I think I'm going to go back to um, an old... Uh, yeah, I think I will. I might lose my next pick, but I, I, this is like one that holds up from 1993. Still very solid. I'm going Dazed and Confused. Mm. McConaughey at his best, I would say. I haven't seen it. I get older, the, the girls stay the same age. Yeah, that's what I love about <laughs> high school. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, not good news for that me. That is not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good choice. Honestly, though, like Adam's one of those people where if he thinks something you did was like cool, then it kind of makes you feel a little better because he thinks weird things are cool. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm different. Yeah, I'm quirky. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is another tough one, and this could be a pick I look back on and say, uh no reason to take that there i'm going airplane oh damn it yes, that is exactly damn what it. i wanted that is exactly God. what i wanted i knew it was gonna be mace ah oh, uh, uh, yes did you make your whole list based off of what you thought like like sophisticated tr- people would pick <laughs> no they're funny movies i really like those yeah, two movies you, which one is you air- couldn't make it today like there are nope. so many jokes in there that would not pass muster in 2021 like the one you just made from dazed and confused Yes, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Is so yes. Uh, uh, which one is? What is airplane? It's the one where <laughs> they're on an airplane. I think I know which one it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like Leslie Nielsen, and I think like the best Leslie Nielsen. It's like it's it's all just like the dumb jokes about like wordplay and like yeah. Roger, Roger, like what's okay. your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. is a, has a cameo. And like, the kid, yeah, like. I think I know which one we're yes. talking about here. The kid yeah, says, I think like, you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't hustle back down the court on defense <laughs> and that you don't even try until the playoffs. The hell I don't! <laughs> <laughs> but the whole time before that, he's pretending he's not actually he's, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. Yeah. The blow-up pilot that 
Oh, the, the inflatable. <laughs> yes. Get the autopilot. It's like an inflatable. Uh, the, yeah. It's just oh. really good jokes. Yeah. It's. I mean, just it's. You know. Is that the one where, like sm- like the, you could get in the smoking section back in the day? Okay, your ticket. Smoking or non-smoking? Smoking. And the ticket is <laughs> the ticket is literally smoking. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want to rehash every single movie. All right, what do you oh, got here for us, Mace? Gosh, oh man, ugh, man, I, I have to rethink my dra- my draft strategy now, but that's okay. Also, there's an exclamation point. Kale, after airplane. <laughs> Tw- I don't want Twitter to get mad at him. It's okay. The same same kind of generation. This was a couple of years earlier than airplane. Infinitely quotable, and also you couldn't make it today. Animal House. Yep, that's a good one. <laughs> that was um, yeah. The list that I was looking at had that at number one. Hmm. But. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but we're not talking. I mean, that doesn't mean it's not a classic. No, absolutely. Um, as D-Line would say, separate the art from the artist, right. which kind of applies here. All right. Spence, you got back-to-back picks here. Back-to-back picks. All right. I'm going to start. Like, I'm just doing them on. I'm, I'm, I might start pandering a little down Pander later. Pander away. That's the name of this game. For this, I, I'm going to go with one of my favorites, uh, Wedding Crashers. Ooh. That I'm kind of in, I'm sticking in the same generation. I'm just hoping that the the between 19 to 20 to 35 year olds really hammer this yeah. vote. I like legitimately think though that the early 2000s is that when all these were coming out yeah. is like the mm-hmm. golden era of comedy movies. Like mm-hmm. yep. all of they were just like there was like three a summer. It's did they do it, they did comedy movies. Yep. Oh my god! Oh man! Oh, wow. I don't want to just keep oh, wow. stealing their ideas. I didn't see that. I'm so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that, this was well, Mason's idea. <laughs> well, I, I got the idea based off okay, like TV shows last week. But people said, "Why didn't you separate comedies from dramas?" And I said, "Okay, fine." And that's why I'm like, "Okay, let's just choose movie comedies." And damn it! I that makes yeah. I really now thought I feel we were bad. Going, I thought we were okay 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 so we're good all right we're good how dare you accuse us of stealing but there were like two golden ages of comedies though like one golden age was from about like 78 to 88 or so Mm -hmm. and the other golden age was basically the early to mid 2000s yeah so they're basically about every 20 years which every 20 years a new golden age starts so gotta be coming up on one where you should be starting one usually crisis creates great art I haven't seen it. The a pandemic That's hopefully a- will have some great art coming out in Sweden. What's the last good new comedy you saw? Oh. Right? Oh, like one that, Game like. Night came out like two years ago, and that movie's amazing. I just watched Get Hard. That's a good movie. What is that one again? That's uh, Will Ferrell gets wrongly accused of is that fraud. Kevin Hart? And then Kevin Hart mm-hmm. teaches him how to be good in prison because Will Ferrell assumes he's been to prison when he mm-hmm. hasn't. See, I've lost it the last few years because I have a little <laughs> it's kid. It's a good and movie. So in the movie watch, I, I could tell you all about like Frozen and <laughs> Disney movies and all that. And But I've, my movie watching time has been so scrunched because it's been chewed up by stuff like that that... I've got some catch-up work to do coming up here in the next few years. All right, Spence. Forty-year-old virgin. Oh, okay. he's staying in the in the hot zone. Yeah, there. just this is my this is my zone. This is what I know. I 
I honestly, like, this may sound crazy to you guys. Never seen Airplane, never seen Animal House, never seen Dazed and Confused. You gotta watch oh, all wow. those movies. Yeah. I'm down to rewatch all of those movies. I actually haven't seen mm. Dazed and Confused either. You should see it. All it's right. a quick watch, too. I think it's only like 90 minutes. Huh. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's the way movies should be. Yep. This is Spinal Tap. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like I'm Such just competing a, with Mace. Yeah. Such a thin line between stupid and clever, right? I love this is Spinal yeah. Tap. Uh, I had like a long hair phase, and yeah. I was really into that movie. During that time. It's my current phase, actually. Yes. <laughs> and also just kind of infinitely quotable mm-hmm. as well. Goes to 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. What? You can use it in any situation. All right. What do you got? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I should have been yeah. prepared. And see, this is where I have to decide, like, we're going National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, that's Just a good the, one. the original? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's really, really good. I like Vegas Vacation a lot. And, and Christmas Vacation. Vegas Vacation is the least of the vacations. Really? I don't mm. know why. I just really like Vegas. So It's also the most recent. I don't count the... Direct to video, cousin Eddie, vacation <laughs> movie. We're not, yeah, that that doesn't go there. It's, it's it's only the uh, the four. Although Vegas Vacation didn't have the National Lampoon branding on it, oh. interestingly huh. enough. I don't know why. I didn't know that. I, I just hit right at the t- at the age I was yeah. when I watched it. But it was yeah. It's it's got its mo- it's got its moments. But the original was still, uh, and I'd love to quote it, but we we're pressed for time. A and B. All the quotes involve some kind of profanity mm. all right um i'm going back to back here give me uh best in show mm. Mm. that's a really good one spence hasn't seen it i can just tell by I his reaction guarantee uh, <laughs> and i know he's seen this one so i'm trying to play to both crowds here uh anchorman oh ah, that was the other one i was trying to decide that's another and in hindsight why would i i should have taken Anchorman. Mm-hmm. It, Mace is the one I was terrified with vacation. Mm, wraps around yeah. back to you before me. Yeah. This is me being a bad drafter. If I had Anchorman, ugh. So now I gotta rethink some things. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm gonna... You've got like 25 on your list over there. I saw I, it. I, I, yeah. There's just like a select few. Because now, now I need newer things mm-hmm. to appeal to People Younger crowd, my well, age. Spence and I already got them all. I except for Anchorman, but I guess now oh, you do have plenty, that. dude. I could um, like ten more. You need some help. You, you I'm gonna go with the Hangover. Uh, damn it! That's, yeah. Damn it! That, like, yeah. I was actually just thinking about that and surprised at me. I know. I was, ho- wait, I was hoping you'd go older school than that. <laughs> damn, the Hangover is really good. So th- this is two Didn't rounds that you take. Mm-hmm. Every time you've picked before me, Hank, you've taken my pick. <laughs> I, that makes me so happy. So. Yeah. Oh. All right, now again, I got to rethink my strategy here a little bit. It's tough. Um, this is a competitive draft. I have. I usually can know by this time if in the it draft who's going to win. And okay, I really I'm just going to go with the next on my board that I was going to pick. If you took the Hangover, Dumb and Dumber. Mm. That that was. I almost took it right there. Thought the Rocky Mountains would be a lot rockier than this. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that John Denver's full up. Man, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, I mean, just extra points for all the Colorado references. Mm-hmm. Into, you know. Oh yeah, that'll play well here. Yes. All right, back to back. I'm going to go uh, American Pie. Nice. Mm-hmm. That is one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> I just 
it's funny seeing this and like knowing your sense of humor and just how well these things line up. Oh yeah, exactly. This is and my last one. I think I'd be. I wouldn't be the DNVR golf guy if I didn't go with Happy Gilmore. Nice. Since it's still mm. on the on the board. Yeah. Caddyshack was going to be my round two pick. She's gone, so Happy Gilmore it is. Happy Gilmore is. A lot of those Adam Sandler movies don't aren't still funny. Right. That one definitely is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which is better? Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Oh, I think it's Happy Gilmore. I do too, but uh, I mean, Billy I Madison's just love the, the other. Golf, like, yeah. The golf aspect of Happy Gilmore, I think, puts it over, but I think Billy Madison made me laugh harder on the first watch. I think Happy holds up a little better. And I think the, the, abs- the, the absurdest humor in it that, that gets dropped into Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, uh, the, uh, the little person riding the horse in Happy's yes. dream. Mm-hmm. When at the end of the film he looks up and sees Chubbs and the alligator, and then mm-hmm. what is Abraham Lincoln doing there? <laughs> Waving, hey, happy! <laughs> uh, oh, that's a uh, good movie. Okay, ha! Ah, I've man. heard you reference that part of Happy Gilmore multiple times. That's definitely your favorite part of the movie. I just like how <laughs> there are things there, and they're like, "What? What? This makes no sense." But that's just kind of, you know. Or like the guy on the Zamboni, okay? The Zamboni driver in the dark, (laughs) mouthing the lyrics to Endless Love and then looking down sadly. There is some deep heartbreak in that guy's life. You could do a movie on the Zamboni driver in Happy Gilmore. Why does he feel that way when Endless Love plays? And he's he's mouthing it, but it's just belting it out. And I'll give my love to you. My love. My love. My love, my endless love. Oh my god, that's amazing! And your pick? Oh yeah, I have to make a pick here, right? Naked Gun, or the Naked Gun? One. Yeah. What year is that? 1988. I was gonna say that's outside of my range. Yes. If I didn't get Airplane, I was going to get that. Interesting. Yep. Who knew Henry had a deeply diverse movie oh taste? God. Only. Yeah. This was the surprise. Upset of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know movies that aren't funny. I mean, yeah. I just know the funny ones. This has to be like your dad showing yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Where else do you see <laughs> movies that old? I don't know. Um. So there's two different ways I could go. You know, here's... Okay. I have to get a Will Ferrell movie. Mm. Like, you, you just can't go through this. And Anchorman was going to knock out, like an era and will ferrell but uh but which one we're going elf oh Ooh. you lost me you think so yeah. elf is a good one elf is a classic there's a lot, a lot in there that's really funny. a lot of people there's a lot in there that's really one. good i was thinking like that's my least favorite will ferrell like by really? a long shot zoe de chanel it doesn't do it for me really it i don't, I don't think i like christmas though. movies am i a grinch i, I don't like christmas are. music or movies the only Christmas movie I like, well, National Lampoons, but Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And then The Grinch, and that's it. I'm not a big, like, mm-hmm. you know, like. For some reason, I like Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, my. Never even heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be my pick here. Elf appeals across the generations, It does. Though. It does. Yep. And, like, although I found it interesting, like, my daughter loves Elf, and she's <laughs> nine years old now, and we actually like she had some friends over and they watched elf and then found out like that her friends weren't allowed to watch elf at home but their parents had banned it and i'm like what elf yeah i, I too edgy 
again, like, well, I, there there are some layers that I peel back that are interesting uh. when I find out what those parents have prevented those kids from seeing. And I'm just like, yeah, I, we pretty much watch just about anything at our house, yeah. you know. I think it, we don't have. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we don't have rules, but uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've introduced Charlotte to a lot of stuff that maybe she shouldn't have been introduced to, <laughs> introduced to <laughs> at the age of nine. But that's okay. I mean, like I had older si- like I had an older sister, so I was learning like, all that stuff. Like too soon one movie too. that would that would have been my next round pick would have been Ghostbusters, mm. the original, mm-hmm. and that's one of my daughter's favorite movies. Well. Mm-hmm. Last pick here, and you named it uh, in the same way that you felt like you need a Will Ferrell, I need an Adam Sandler, and mm-hmm. I'm going Billy Madison. Oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> wow. Spence, have you seen solid. Billy Madison? I have, I have, but I don't remember it that well. Okay. So I, I know I have. It didn't seen resonate. It. It's in, it is there. This is good. I, I don't know who's going to win. We need to watch a bunch of movies. That's what I learned. Everyone if I had to watch all of these. 30 vote. In a row, and I wasn't going to pick mine, I would probably pick Spence's. There's not a movie on this list I don't like. That's the thing I like. Elf's yeah. the only one that doesn't do it for me. Wow. <laughs> but I really? fully understand that I'm in the deep minority there. Like, yeah, every yeah. time I say that, everyone gives Is me that a weird true? Look. I, don't, I don't talk about Elf often. So. Yeah, every, every I talk about Elf one month a year, though. Like, the thing mm-hmm. is, you don't talk about the rest of the year, but the, like, this, like, if you have a Christmas song, like Mariah Carey, for yep. all that she's done, one month a year she has the most popular song. Period. Is that is so that, that song actually slaps? Yeah, but the thing is, is that better than just having a bunch of great songs? And now, I mean, she has other big hits, obviously, but the first line on her obituary someday is going to be "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Yep, and that's yeah. what she's probably made most of her money on. Right. I mean, for a, no, that's definitely the way to do it. Because for a month every year, she has the number one song on the charts. Yes, every, every year. year. Now, now that and no one else can replicate that. It's actually hilarious. Like, you look at the, the, the Hot 100 in December, and it's all these songs. Like, you have Brenda Lee in the top ten. You've got all <laughs> – because now they base it, like, off of airplay and, and, and streams and all that. And so Christmas songs from 50, 60 years ago even take over the charts. For a month. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. It it is. All right. Let's look at the board one last time here. Um, Got commenters saying old school. Old school definitely was. I haven't mm -hmm. seen it. That that could have been your uh, Will Ferrell Ferrell pick. Yeah. I think it's better than Elf for sure. I believe that about it. Also gave us the line, Colorado, the Sunshine State. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my god! I can't <laughs> find the reads. Mace, take us to the next read. All right, hang on. I've got. I think I got the file here. Going to tell you about Solace Meds, a new partner with four locations. Solace Meds is a dispensary with locations in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway in Denver, and one just blocks away on East Col on from the MVR bar on East Col- East Colfax. And they've got some sales going on. Wild Night and Day gummies. 50% off all Lana, 25% off all open cured rosin cartridges, 20% off all green dot concentrates, 20% off 111 rosin cones, 20% off 10 cent pre-roll or 10 milligram edible when you spend 50 bucks. And if you go on over to their wheat race location, I'm going to say it like Stewie. I Griffin. really like when you do wheat, that. Wheat thins. Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> if you can't have a pie without cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> Wheaten. 
Well, if you're not over, over there, Queen Ridge location, you'll get a free solace bar or king cone when you when you mention the magical code DNVR20. DNVR20, that code is going to get you 20% off everything at Solace Meds. But at Queen Ridge, you're going to get a free solace bar or king cone with that. So don't forget the code. Don't forget it for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's 20% off second of all then they'll know that your friends at dmvr sanction and here's what you do you go to solacemeds.com s-o-l-a-c-e meds.com put your order in get that code dnvr20 entered in there and then go to your nearest location to purchase it and hey you know what come on down the dmvr bar and then go a few blocks on east colfax solace meds get your uh, get your fill of stuff and then you know, i'd say put it in your car right you can't bring it in the dmvr bar but you get you do it after you do it after you go to the DMVR no one's bar. Stop yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so check out solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E-Meds.com with locations in Fort Collins, on East Colfax, on Broadway, and of course in Wheat Ridge. <laughs> also make sure you hit up DraftKings Sportsbook this weekend. Uh, like we said, we've got the open championship going on. Uh, golf betting might be the most elite form of betting because of how much it elevates like your interest in the tournament like i'm a golf fan but i probably wouldn't have been waking up at like 7 a.m just to turn on golf the last couple days unless i had some money on it you should try it for soccer as well because last night i had the u.s giving four and a half goals to Mm. martinique and they got they got a goal to cover at the end six one i've never been happier with a blowout. it's like you know basically it's like Mm -hmm. handicaps in golf right it levels the playing field so Mm -hmm. that the end is interesting regardless Mm -hmm. um so yeah you want to get in on DraftKings sportsbook and you want to get in on their one to win 150 dollars this week uh on the suns or bucks i've been saying it all week suns in game five is my lock of the century um, they are winning game five. I'm, I'm telling you right now. So if you want to put your one to win 150 on the Suns, uh, you can do that. And, of course, you can always get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you use the code DNVR when you sign up. Uh, of course, to get that, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So if the Suns are winning game five, who's winning game six? R.K. Stradamus. Um, probably the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Going seven then. Yep. All right. I want to tell you also about the Colorado XOs who finished up their season at five and five. A great start for this brand new team playing against professionals in rugby that have been playing for years. If you haven't heard of the Colorado XOs, they're Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. The Colorado XOs are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. But hey, you could get in on it as well. If you're an elite athlete and want to try out rugby, and want to try out for the Colorado XOs, you can contact the director of recruitment, recruitment, Peter Pask. His email is ppasque at glendale.co.us. And if you just want to watch rugby, no problem. At Infinity Park, they've got Rugby Town's the Sevens Tournament coming up August 20th through August 22nd. It's a great family outing for fast-paced rugby, adult beverages, and it's very affordable. And also at Infinity Park, they've got movie nights. Sign up at Infinity Park. 
Glendale or in Infinity Park at Glendale.com slash events to get updates. It kicked off this week with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Other movies coming. So I seen that one. Check it out. They start at 6 p.m. when they have them. Great way to watch a movie on a big screen outside on the field with friends and family. And, of course, don't forget about the DNVR Rugby Podcast. Our guy Colton Strickler has everything covered. He's also on Twitter. Follow DNVR Rugby there as well. For some reason, the Spider-Verse just made me think of the movie Eight-Legged Freaks. Did you ever see that one? I did. I remember almost none of it. I I remember, like, one image. with, like, big spiders. I, re- huh. I remember William Shatner, King of the Kingdom of the Spiders, 1977. Wow. Sounds terrible. I it, can't watch spider movies. It's What about Spider-Man? Well, that's different. <laughs> Spider-Man's actually my favorite superhero. Wow. Really? In but a landslide, like yeah. You got a little no. Peter Parker thing going on. That's a I thing. appreciate that. Ooh, nice. That's nice. Wait, wait, about. which Peter Parker? Uh, Tobey Maguire. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Famous okay. gambler, Toby McGuire. No, I would love to be a famous gambler. Yes. Hopefully for things going well. Yes. Not well. Yeah. Gambling is the greatest well thing someone could do if they're good at it. True. True. <laughs> it's not gambling if you're good. Um, all right. Let's go into the final segment here, which of course is the red zone. We are going to have Spencer be the challenger here, heading into the red zone, going up against Henry in the first round. If you get past him, you get to take on me. If you get past me, Mace gets to mop the floor with you. Deal. I really hope we get to see that. Deal. I just guess like I also you, hope I win. Just like you would mop the floor with me if we played golf. Yeah. Well, that yeah. would happen. Everybody exactly. has their strengths. Exactly. All right. So the first round is questions from the 2016 season onward. So this is the post-Peyton Manning era. First question. When the Broncos beat the Saints in the Superdome in 2016, this player showing a bright light as he scored his first career regular season touchdown. Mm. Who is he? Can we both say it? Can I say it? Yeah. Will Parks. I was going to say the same thing. Well, that because was a two-point conversion. That was a two-point conversion. I realized. 2016. First. Showing a bright light in the Superdome. First touchdown. Oh, I got it. It's, it's like, like Jeopardy. I, g- yeah, I give a, a hint little, in the clue. Yeah, uh-huh. That, uh-huh. Took me a second. I'm just dumb. Dude, I I don't know. I don't have an answer. Uh, (laughs) All right. Bright light. I'll go. You want another hint? Jordan Sunshine Taylor. Ah, Correct. Ah, Okay. Sunshine. I I was too into the light mood. Mm, Like That was my... I kept thinking of Gary Brightwell, but... He just got <laughs> drafted and not even by the Broncos. Of course, the mm-hmm. pass thrown by Zach's guy, Trevor Simeon. Yes. Trevor wow. Simeon to Sunshine Taylor. Yeah. And they won that game. They did. But everyone remembers Will Parks and Justin Simmons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned. Will Parks, did he step out? No. No. He wore the right color of shoe. Sure I'll say did. that. Yeah. yeah. Smart man, Will Parks, but we know that. Second question. Back in the 2018 season, the Broncos scored more than 27 points just once. Who was the opponent? 2018, you said? 2018 season. The Arizona Cardinals. Correct. Nice. 45-10. Ding. Yep. Von, didn't Von Miller come out and say we're going to beat, beat their ass? ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, real, Love that guy. Yeah. I like him saying that. I like the confidence. But Arizona was crap. Yeah. That game, <laughs> he knew. Yeah. <laughs> he knew Mike McCoy was the opposing offensive coordinator. And Josh Rosen was broken. Yeah, has Mike McCoy coached again? No. 
since that down. Back to back midseason firings. Yes. You're done. <laughs> you're wow. hanging him up. Hanging I can't up believe like he hasn't surfaced as like a coordinator at some co- or or some yeah. college like like he, you find out oh Mike McCoy is the new offensive coordinator at Iowa State or yeah. well, Iowa State's pretty good right now bad example Maybe Mike McCoy is the up. new offensive coordinator at East Carolina I'm surprised we haven't heard wow. something like that you can only coast off of Josh McDaniels Tim Tebow playbook for so long that's true that's he true. has not had another job that's crazy he made a lot of money as a head coach I guess and you know I guess he's comfortable third question. In the last five seasons, the Broncos have recorded a sweep of a division opponent just once. Who was the opponent and what was the year? It was the Los Angeles Chargers in 2019. Correct. Wow. Nice. That's it, right? That's it. That's it. You're done. Yeah, you're done. You're on to the next round. You just got swept, son. I know. I realized. Just like the Los Angeles Chargers in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, yeah, you have the questions now. I do have the questions, and I'm asking you to, right? Yes. Where Wait, do we start I feel like here? we didn't make enough. Good job, Spence. Way to move yeah, on. Yeah, good right. job, right. Spencer. Thank Way you. to beat me. I know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, usually they're going up against Zach. Yeah, Zach's a little yeah. better than Henry. It's true. Um, let's start here. Um, in the last 10 drafts, not counting this year, one Broncos second-round pick has made the Pro Bowl. Who was it? Just Justin one. Simmons. Nope. He's just one, one in the last 10 rounder. years. One in the last 10 mm. years. Second round pick. <clears throat> okay, so 10 years brings us back to 2011. Yep. Second round pick. Fun fact, 2010, Zane Beetle- Beatles did it. Oh, I know who it is now. Oh, I can say it? Oh, well, yeah, you, just, you probably got to give me a... No, because oh, he, he already Simmons. said a yeah, guess. He did I say Simmons. Yeah. I can only think of one name, and I'm just very convinced he didn't make a Pro Bowl. We might be on the same guy. The only one I can think of is Derek Wolf. It's not. Nope. Oh, I know who it is now. I think. Say it. It's Cortland Sutton. It is Cortland yeah. Sutton. Oh, my God. It is Cortland Derek Sutton. Derek Wolf yep. is the second guy I was looking at. <laughs> I just remember being like, Derek, like, we had a Derek Wolf Ring of Fame conversation one time, and we were like, he didn't make a Pro Bowl. So, like, what was the only <laughs> second? Like, just because we said that, that was the only name that would enter my mind. Uh, let's keep going with the Pro Bowls. Um, outside perennial Pro Bowlers Von Miller and Champ Bailey, who has made the most Pro Bowls for the Broncos Chris since Harris 2000? Jr. Oh, 2000. Since 2000. All right. Well, mm. I guess Spence gets a guess here because I jumped the gun. So outside of Vaughn and, and Champ. And Champ. And for the Broncos. And, uh, yeah, and for the Broncos. So Peyton doesn't get it because... No. Yeah. Was it Ryan Clady? Nope. Pro Bowls. Can you tell us how many it is? Five. John Lynch. Nope. Oh, that was four in four years. Four in four, yep. Hmm. <laughs> I have a guess, but I'll let you guys. I'm I'm at a loss. I don't know. Any we final s- guesses? We established it's not Chris Harris Jr. Right? It is not Chris Harris okay. Jr. Five-time Five pro bowlers. pro bowlers in the last 10 years. No, uh, since, since 2000. 2000. In the last 20 years, yep. five Pro Bowls.
DT? Nope. Damn. Is it Al Wilson? It is Al Wilson. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites, Why is he in the ring of fame? I know, I mean, right? We, we kind of know that things went sideways for a long time. But Get he's been back to the facility. He's back mm-hmm. in the good graces. I know they're, you know, they had, you know, they had Peyton this year. Actually, I know they didn't want Peyton to share, but I um, think Peyton would have been perfectly fine sharing his Ring of Fame day with Al Wilson, with Al Wilson his yeah. college teammate. Absolutely. I think he would have loved oh, that. I didn't realize they were teammates. Yeah, they're huh. both at UT. Yeah, but Al, crazy though. But Al got the ring because he was a year behind Peyton. Of course, they won it the year the national title the year after Peyton graduated. Mm. Huh. All right. Yeah. Um. Let's see which one of these. Oh, this one will be a good tiebreaker in case Ryan ties it up here. So we'll go with uh, since 2010, which Broncos running back has the most rushing yards in a single season? Oh, Philip Lindsay. Nope. Peyton Hillis. Nope. Is no. <laughs> 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 that before 2010? Uh, he was, what, 2011 cover of Madden? Yeah, he was in Cleveland by I then. Have it. And yeah. he, he had his best season in Cleveland. Like, his yeah. big year was as a Brown. Willis McGahee. It is Willis McGahee. Mm. That means we get to go to the bonus question, and this one's closest was to the pin. Was that the Tebow year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I should have Closest to the pin. So, Demarius Thomas holds the all-time record for receiving yards in a season. How many did he have? For the Broncos? Oh, for the Broncos. <laughs> Forgot to throw that in there. I'm going to say, uh, well, whoever guesses first here is at a disadvantage. So, we should both just blurt out our answer at the same time. I like it. Tell me when you're ready, Spence. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. 1,500. 1,579. It's Ryan. Yes! I forgot to write down the answer. I'm pretty sure it was 1619. Okay, yeah, I th- I've 1600. Over 1600. Really yep. stuck out. He had s- wait. Two weeks ago, that feels not fair. He had 1619. <laughs> that was That's that a really was prominent number. Me right and now. Zach on that one. Oh wait, Why no, was, that? was Ryan on that one? Yeah, 1619 Ryan project. It's got you know history and all. I'm not familiar. Anyway, anyway. All right, um, 1619. Well, <laughs> you might be glad that you didn't. Um, pass me because you have no chance on any of these. Uh, but we always just let Mace answer them because it's fun to watch. <laughs> so, Mace. In the 2001 season, three different Broncos quarterbacks took a snap. Name all three. All right. You had Brian Greasy. You had uh, Gus Farratt. I think I and know. Jerry's Jackson. That is correct. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> but, All right. And who was the quarterback on IR that year? There was a fourth quarterback in that room. Is that Berline? Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in 1996, <laughs> Terrell Davis went crazy with nearly 1,600 yards rushing. Who was second on the team in rushing that year? Oh, man. I have a guess, and it's probably going to be wrong because I think I'm a year off. Uh, Derek Laville. No, it was a guy by the name of Vaughn Von Hebron. Hebron. Von Hebron from Virginia Tech had a touchdown on a kickoff return two years later. By the way, he only beat John Elway by like six yards. I mean, TD was a horse then, yep. man, or a yep. hoss, I should say. I mean, all right, final one here. A Denver Bronco holds a share of the record for longest pass by a non-quarterback in NFL history. Who is it? 
I have a guess on this one. I don't think you do. No, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> I was Ar- Arthur Marshall? That is correct. Oh 81 God. yards. <laughs> and I believe it was the first play of the game only because he was credited with a game started at quarterback that year. Wasn't that the game where one of the games where they alternated quarterbacks by play? That was the Tommy Maddox Sean Moore game against Dallas, I believe. Yes. Where Dan Reeves literally <laughs> shuttled him back and forth every snap. How long was that pass? 81 yards. Okay. Because I remember Cortland Sutton threw a pass to Tim Patrick in Minnesota. It was, it was probably like 50. Like 60. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was a bomb. That was the only thing coming to Cortland mind. also had a touchdown pass to – or no, it was a manual to Cortland in yep. that yes. Arizona in game. In that, yep. And that was pretty long, but I want to say like maybe 40, 35. Yeah, yeah it was it – one. It, it didn't cover the whole field. Arthur Marshall, Mike. I can't believe you pulled that. I didn't think you were going to get that one. For I, sure. well, I, I knew that well, – I knew the play. I just – I wasn't sure which of the which of the players threw it. So and there was one for one for eighty one yards, and he threw it to Cedric. Now I never would have gotten the guy who caught it, Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman, there you go. All right, this was fun as always. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Thanks to Henry for filling in for Zach. Thanks mm-hmm. you to Spencer for being a great guest. Thank you to Mace for knowing everything. Uh, And thank you to Green Mountain Dental, one of our great sponsors here at DNVR. If you need any dental work done in the metro area, go on down to Green Mountain Dental Group, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. They'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush to keep those teeth pearly and white uh, in between visits. A lot of people in the DNVR family, whether it's employees here or uh, just members of the community, have made the switch over to Green Mountain Dental. No one has anything but great things to say about them. So head on down to Green Mountain Dental, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, and get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That is going to wrap it up for what could very possibly be the last episode of Season 1 of Three Ring Circus. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.